You're listening to Pixels Podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all things gaming, movies, streaming, and more. My name is Pixel Sean, and I am a live streamer looking to turn online content creation into a full-time occupation. I'm sitting down with other content creators to talk about their journey, their struggles, the lessons they've learned along the way, and just to have a good time. If you do want to support this show, you can give this show a rating, and you can also find all my socials in the description below. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 19 of Pixels Podcast. Holy shit, we're almost at 20. Once again, another action-packed episode today. Um... Again, we're doing something a little bit different. We are live streaming these out now. So if you do want to catch these live, it's on twitch.tv forward slash pixelshawn, 7 p.m. Thursdays, Australian Eastern Standard Times or Melbourne Times. If you're outside of the country, you want to do a conversion, you do it, not me. I'm too lazy. Uh, we are joined once again by Karlik. Karlik, how are you going? Welcome to this, uh, the podcast again. Yes, back again for I think the 16th time at this point yeah something like that because i think cause if i recall it started out as we're gonna get guests on every other week and then uh, <laughs> here i am ruining it yeah. for and then it's and then it's like ah uh, i can't Ta- do that time yeah time zones different time zones time zones are a bitch uh it's like, but uh, if you want to yeah, if you, anyone out there wants to be on this podcast feel free to hit uh pixel up you know like if you got yeah. things you want to share and that doesn't have to just be me okay not that I don't enjoy being here. It's always good fun. But, uh, you know. Are you breaking up with me? Yes. All our socials are... <laughs> Sorry. So all our socials are down in the description below if you do want to um, have a look at them and all that sort of stuff. If you want to reach out, want to contact us, there's different ways of doing it. If you do want to support the channel, our, our Patreon is down in the description below as well. My socials, your socials, all that sort of stuff. So, I guess we'll just crack on to the first news story. Not much discussion around this one. Yep. It's uh, Ubisoft attending E3. Wow. Cool. <laughs> yep, didn't see that one coming. Mind uh, blown. <laughs> uh, there's going to probably be a new Assassin's Creed, a new Tom Clancy yep. game. Yep. Um, some bullshit, climb a tower, see the world, same shit, every open world game ever. Uh, yep. We will probably get some more stuff to do with Far Cry, which will be cool. Uh, that I'm looking forward mm. to. But beyond that, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's UB. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ubisoft. Like, yeah, they're they're a developer that make good games in concept, but stuff it up so much that it's infuriating. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the best way to put it, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not really much else to add to that. Yeah, there's pretty much there's, it. There's, we, there's... we have so much <laughs> shit to get through. And there's actually one there was... thing uh, I do need to slip in. I actually forgot to mention this. Ah, oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, and, just chuck it in at the end yeah, or something. Yeah. Just, uh, we're doing it live, boys, as you would say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's, there's no news or no info about anything they're bringing. They just announced to say that, hey, we're attending. We'll be part of E3 on June 12th. Um, E3 will go over a couple of days, but they're going to be there on June 12th. That's about it. Yep. Um, and another little bit of news, uh, just because Blizzard can suck a dick. Uh, Diablo <laughs> There's Immortal. a whole section on Blizzard today. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I've got to get it in quick. Um, but Diablo Immortal had its closed beta sent out. Uh, so, interesting to see what happens with this. 
I don't know how I feel about Diablo on phones. Could be good, could be crap. We don't know. Uh, if you're interested, you've never played Diablo before, I think this is going to be a free-to-play game, so if you want to know what it's like playing Diablo, not a bad place to start, in my opinion, if you've never played it before. But, uh, yeah, remember they announced this before Diablo 4. So, just... Are you, you going to try it out, or... God, no. Not really interested. No, I probably will. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably will. I'm fucking hopeless. Um, but I will probably... When it actually releases, I don't want to play it in the beta or alpha or anything like that. Yeah, uh, okay. So, once it's uh, done uh, and it's out, I'll give it a quick play, see if I like it. I'm not huge into mobile gaming in general, so I'm not going to be the greatest guy to ask when it comes to it. But yeah. as a huge Diablo fan, I can probably uh, yeah, give my opinion as to whether I think it's any good or not. So there's yeah, that. Okay. And uh, just one last yeah. time, Blizzard can suck a dick. have to get it in every episode. <laughs> There'll be another chance later on that. <laughs> I need that as a shirt at this point. <laughs> New merch coming. Merch drop, let's go. <laughs> um, now... There have been a couple of trailers released for a few different things at the moment. There's Resident Evil 4, and there's also new trailers for Resident Evil Village. So there's a whole bunch of shit that came out. Um, I'm showing at the moment on screen Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a VR, uh, I guess, version of the game. You do need to have Oculus, and to use Oculus... You need to have a Facebook account. So, it's kind of suck shit if you don't really want to have a Facebook account. Suck shit or zuck shit? Zuck. (laughs) Give me the zuck. (laughs) Coming in with those um, high-class beams. (laughs) But it's it's a bit bit restrictive, but it it looks pretty good. I like how they've sort of integrated the inventory management into sort of like a device on your arm or however they said it. It's not just like a pause menu. Mm. You have to actually pick things off the wall and, and put it into your inventory and all that sort of stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, I just don't know how they're going to go about, you know, zombies coming at you from all different angles. Um, it's going to be pretty hectic. I would probably get motion sickness yeah. <laughs> playing this game. But... um. It looks pretty interesting. I'm, I'm not sure if you're a big fan of um, I of, do like VR, film. but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of VR personally because uh, I have to wear glasses and I'm blind as a friggin' bat. yeah. Uh, but the way in which the enemies work in four is they tend to actually be pretty slow. So yeah, no enemy really sprints you and like chases you down. So uh, like I actually wouldn't mind seeing a bunch of like the old resis. Uh, kind of remade in this style I think they all have a lot of potential especially like if there's any genre in my opinion that has the best chance in VR it's horror and I think getting the money behind you know the big franchises because Resident Evil 7 I'm pretty sure has a VR version as well and that is that from memory was really good and really well done because there's never that many enemies that it's overwhelming for it's a little more action yeah but yeah you like you might get attacked from both sides on occasion but it's very rare that you're getting you know like 20 on either side it's like maybe you got one behind you and like three in front of you sort of thing so it's always manageable in my opinion so yeah i'm, I'm more curious to see how 
they're going to treat the graphics engine you know yeah. are they going to like update a lot of the textures and everything and then just release like the vr version and then have like just a remastered version come out yeah so i'm curious no to see what happens there yeah uh, yeah like like you said like anything for vr it, it's gonna be horror yeah. like horror is just the, a perfect get, genre for it oh yeah it'd be nuts um so yeah the, what, what they've said is they've added like you know smarter um sort of audio into it as well um different sort of audio triggers and all that sort of stuff so i think they said if crows or birds you, if you if you're listening out for them um they might be an early indicator for any kind of danger or anything like that around mm-hmm. you um and obviously, yeah, you're going to have your zombies coming from behind you, in front of you, and all that sort of stuff. So, it looks to be a fun time. Um, like, graphically, I don't know. When you're having the VR right up close to your um, your face like that, and it's very, very um, dated visuals, yeah, that might be a bit of a headache-inducing experience. Um, I went to, a, I forgot what it's called now, it's a VR place... Um, down in the city um and the graphics really weren't great um and it, it definitely contributed to to getting a headache mm. because certain textures and environments just weren't up to scratch you're just like oh mate i can't even fucking look at it yeah. um but yeah you, you could probably only play this off for me i could probably only play this for maybe like I don't know, an hour or two before I'm like, Hurgh. yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, fuck this. <laughs> Wait until uh, Resi Village gets VR. You're gonna be all over that. Oh mate. Uh, <laughs> so there was a, there was another trailer about that. I'm not gonna show it on on stream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there was a scene where <laughs> she's sucking. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, I, have I've you seen, seen it. <laughs> yeah. So she's sucking the blood out of some guy's arm, and obviously. It's prime position to be photoshopped for other shit and... Yeah, they make it oddly sexual. You know. and yeah, yeah. It, like, look, whoever is behind marketing at Capcom, that dude ain't getting paid enough. Like, straight up, doesn't even have to do his job and releases these masterpieces. Like, you know what we uh, should yeah. show? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bam. And like every time they the release arm. anything, this game gets more and more hype. I haven't oh, seen Resi be this front of the pack since Resi 2. <laughs> Who knew you just needed a fucking nine foot milky mama? Yeah, like what every human <laughs> ever wants. You know, because I mean, you get to be the little spoon. Who doesn't want to be yeah. the little spoon sometimes? Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's going to fucking sell like hot cakes, man. Oh, yeah. It is just going to sell, sell, sell. Uh, speaking of selling, Sonic has some uh, some cards coming out. Mm. Uh, now, this is going to be an absolute debacle, just how the Animal Crossing cards were and the Animal Crossing fucking uh, plush toys things were. It's... I can guarantee they're going to sell out. They're not going to be anywhere near enough numbers for the demand. But mm. it's a Sonic the Hedgehog physical card game for a September release. Um, it's got all your best favorite Sonic characters from 
Sonic <laughs> and all Red the Sonic, Sonic games you totally Yellow know. Sonic, <laughs> Pink Sonic. <laughs> Do I need to go through the characters? So you've got, no, you got Knuckles, Tails, Shadow. You're looking at all this. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm the new fan of Sonic, man. I like Sonic. Oh sure. My boy, my boy Shadow. <laughs> you got cream cheese. <laughs> Did you ever play uh, the PS2 Shadow the Hedgehog game? Bro, I fucking loved it. Your guns. That shit was awesome. That game was so bad. <laughs> that was my shit. I'm like, this game is broken, but I fucking... Because I love Shadow. It's awesome. So what you're telling me is you're an edgelord. Good. good yeah. I'm like, Mom, why can't I be Shadow? <laughs> why couldn't you give birth to Shadow the Hedgehog? I want to be Shadow. Yeah, uh, fun fun game. Go on DeviantArt, look up hedgehogs. You'll have fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be released at 1995 USD. Um, it's to celebrate Sonic's 30th anniversary. Wowee. Um, designed for ages 6 and up and will allow 2 to 6 players. So I don't have 2 to 6 friends, so I can't play this. Um, yeah, you got me, and but that's you can. It, so. <laughs> yeah, so well, <laughs> good knowing you, boys. Um, but you can select from six Sonic characters: Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, Shadow, and Blaze. Is Blaze that purple one? Yes. Ah. Um, and you can basically race through levels, collecting rings, and avoid getting hit by enemies. More information can be found about that on the card box. As I said before, I guarantee they are not going to be providing enough. Uh, stock or units for the demand and bloody scalpers are going to get onto it guaranteed look I don't see this being necessarily a limited run thing Sonic doesn't really have a history of doing that Nintendo does Sega Mm. not so much Um, hopefully it doesn't but in saying that if I recall last time Sega did something like big uh, for anniversary sake they did I don't know if it was them or Capcom and I do apologise if I'm mixing the two up uh, but they released like a little arcade, not little, it was actually like a full-size arcade stick that had games built into it, but it was missing like half the core games from their catalogue. Uh, and that pissed a lot of people off. Now, again, that might not have been Sega, but I do recall them having some something wrong with one of their anniversary things they released a while back. And it wasn't necessarily yeah. that it was bad, it just wasn't what it should have been. So... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I don't see them necessarily... Like, it's going to be out of stock for the first probably six months. Uh, oh, yeah. But I don't see this Easy. being like the, hey, this game is so good, we all have to go out and get back into tabletop gaming to play Sonic card game. Like... <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? Let's be real. What are they What are they going to have that's going to make them a juggernaut <laughs> in a board game industry? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Like, absolutely nothing will it probably be fun yeah tabletop games are fun I just don't see it uh, blowing me away in any kind of way you know it's you know it's cool I like the idea of it but uh, Mm. there are better things out there (laughs) games like you know better things to do with your time (laughs) I mean hell get into Beyblades again why not (laughs) like (laughs) But a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a Beyblade and paint it red and black. Problem solved. <laughs> now, there was a lot of rumors going around about people interested in buying 
Square Enix. Mm. There was a lot of, uh, we'll say rumours, um, going around about it. Uh, however, it's been updated from Square Enix themselves to basically say that, no, not going to happen. Yep. Not for sale. No, thank you. So, it was a statement uh, released to the press. Square Enix, Square Enix explains that it isn't considering selling off the company and hasn't received offers. The full statement says, Bloomberg has reported today that there is interest from several buyers to acquire Square Enix. However, this report is not based on any announcements by Square themselves. We do not consider selling off the company or any part of its business, nor have we received any offer from any third party to acquire the company or any part of its business. I'm thinking it's probably a slow news day yeah. or there have been some quote-unquote insider information which has fucking backfired and now someone's lost their job from <laughs> releasing that. Yeah. Look, at the end of the day, to me, I think this is probably like someone's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Microsoft bought Square Enix or if Sony bought uh, Square yep. Enix? Like, if someone just said, wouldn't it be cool and someone's like, you know, it's that game of, what was it, like Chinese Whispers or whatever it was called where... Yeah, you know, somehow it always end up on like Purple Monkey dishwasher or something stupid, yeah. and that that's what this feels like to me. Like, would it be cool if a like big publisher like Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo bought them up? Yes mm. and no, because one, yes, it would mean Square could focus solely on game creation instead of worrying about publishing as well, because people forget they are also a publisher, not just publishing their own games, but they do publish a lot of indie games and things like that. Uh, yeah. But they would, like... Square's known for a handful of things for themselves, so they wouldn't really have the option to do anything other than just Final Fantasy, just Kingdom Hearts, you know, and, like, yeah. a couple other RPG series. Would they possibly sell off licenses to certain you know titles possibly like they haven't done anything with the chrono trigger ip for a very very long time they could sell that off yeah, to another ages. developer and stuff like that i could see them doing yeah. that i just don't see them letting themselves be bought out because when you're as big as what square is why would you want someone to take over and stop your mm. growth you know because basically exactly. you're, once you're bought out you're done like you're you're now just property you know, so yep. basically your company that you put all the work into and everyone's put all the work into growing becomes void because although, yes, it's still technically a company and a subsidiary, it's, you know, only helping another company. It's not helping itself really at the end of the day. Mm. So, yeah, to me, I agree. I think it was a slow news day. Someone's kind of made it made a bit of shit up uh, to try and make something happen. It. Yeah. But maybe wishful thinking. Yeah. Who knows? I just I don't Who see it ever knows? happening. Like why why would they no. want to be bought out? They've got, you know, like three different Final Fantasies in the works. They've got um probably more stuff they're, they're too big. related going on. They're too, yeah. They're too big to even consider mm. being put under the boot of someone else. Yeah. It's not like, like Bethesda. Yeah. Like people like in this article um that you sent me. Like, they mentioned oh, how Bethesda was bought out by Microsoft. But the difference up, yeah. with Bethesda is, like, yes, they're publishers, but they mm. weren't very good publishers. Like, they only did one or two things that wasn't theirs. Square Enix publishes a lot of indie games. 
Like, they actually have, mm. like, their own indie game showcase and stuff. I don't know if they're still doing it. I don't check my emails enough. Uh, but they used to send out, like, a thing, like, once once a month showing off, like, three or four games that they were releasing that were indie games that they'd backed and gave a platform and stuff. Like, Square does a lot for the industry, especially for the little guy considering. Like, yeah, they're not the definitely. most indie-friendly company that's ever lived by any means, but... They're definitely one of the better ones, and I don't see them wanting to them wanting to ever be bought out by a big company that would just make them stop doing that. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> now, moving on to one of your favorite ga- uh, game franchises. Yep. <laughs> Can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> Fortnite. What? Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, Monkey Ball. Yes. Everyone's favorite monkey in a ball the not dumbest <laughs> idea for a video game in my opinion but it's, it's quite so fun. weird that it has as many games as it does yeah well you're about to get another one yep so suck it up <laughs> so for those of you who don't know a new super monkey ball game just got rated in australia with a rating of pg lies on you it's that's just title it's r18 straight up hardcore drugs in this shit <laughs> they're, do- they're shooting up heroin and everything just, man see the monkey roll and it's just like bruised and bloody at the end of the course it's just this ball full of blood <laughs> just like really fucked up it's like who the fuck approved this shit <laughs> oh my god oh my god um but it's got a title of Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Might see this at E3. Probably we might will. actually see this at E3. Yeah. I feel like that's a, uh, that's, that's a very strong likelihood. Yeah. I reckon this, this could be like a strong opener. It's not, it's, not, it's not the game everyone wants, but it's like, oh yeah, fucking Monkey Ball. Hell yeah, I'm down. Yeah, look, it's... The... They're fun in short little bursts, but they are yeah. absolutely fucking infuriating games. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's not just because they're difficult. It's just the way that they control is so unnatural to normal games that it's really weird. But mm. one thing I wanted to say about the title, I'm like, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, why not Banana Rama? Like, that would be a lot better, especially considering it's a kid targeted yeah. game. Unless that's, like, just yeah. a copyrighted term. In which case, sue me. Uh, I like the descriptors. Mild violence. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got a monkey fight club. Mild violence. On. Gosh and heck. Ooh. Ooh, not on my Christian Minecraft server, Mister. On online interactivity, which I don't know what that might be. It might just be time trials or something. Yeah, maybe there's like a multiplayer race mode. And if it's got voice <clears throat> chat, yeah, maybe. you're just going to have some... No way. Some, like, 40-year-old nah. dude going to some 10-year-old... You little... F- <laughs> cunt! <laughs> like, just... Like just there is going no off. way Nintendo are giving voice chat, especially on this game. This no is the one game way. that should have it. You thought, like, the old days of, oh, like, mate. modern warfare and that were, like, horrendous. <laughs> this game would bring out the absolute worst in humanity. And for those oh, who have man. never played it, just watch speedrunners try to play it. They get pissed off. No, it's and they're it's, good at the yeah, game. It's insane. Yeah, it's just it's mental. I, I still firmly hold the belief that voice chat needs to come to Mario Kart. Oh yeah, because even like in game, not even just in the lobby, but in game, you'll hear some guy go, 
You're a piece of shit. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> drive right past you. Well, fuck you, hey. <laughs> you know someone's going to be blaring, they see me rolling, like, the whole yeah. race. And you're going to be like, will you just shut uh, that shit off? It'd be it'd be so fucking good. It's and just so to have that sort of, like, spatial... I forgot what it's called. The, the spatial voice The thing? spatial sound. Whatever it's called. Yeah, I, I forget the yeah. exact term. Um, but it's, it's something that's generally... It's basically surround sound. Um, yeah, the way I would start. love that. You, you'd hear like on your left, like all the fucking time. You'd have like it'd be so toxic. It'd be oh, so yeah. toxic. It'd be the, it'd be the shit, it'd absolute be worst shit you've ever heard. <laughs> like you think, hey, you know, maybe one day we'll fix racism. No, <laughs> no way, no way, no way. <laughs> and like you're talking about like anim, like anim, the Well, I can't fucking speak. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a talking turtle and shit the anthropomorphic and pe- the yeah word. people are going to be sitting there being absolutely deadpan racist and serious about oh, it oh yeah of course and it look I yeah. know it's not funny but it would be funny given the situation like yeah dude it's oh, a turtle and you'd have you'd have you know people calling Peach and Daisy unsavory savory unsavory uh, unsavory names neither of us can <laughs> speak tonight it's just we're done <laughs> we're done <laughs> It's the end of the week, man. Yeah, in my defense. But yeah, so uh, I've I've had two days off in the last two weeks. I am freaking exhausted. Uh, yeah, Pixels had to actually go back to the office, which is even worse yeah. in my opinion because and and dealing dealing with dickheads yeah. all day. See, I don't Literally. have to deal with people. It's great. That's what I love oh, about my mate. job, mate, mate, mate. But uh, yeah, so whenever I do get my switch, I probably will not be getting. Super Monkey Banana Mania. <laughs> the title it's is... Just, uh, it's just the, not good. The, the, the dumbest... I have to scroll up to actually make sure I got the title <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> As I said, Banana Rama. This is shit. That will roll off the tongue a lot yeah. better than Banana Mania. Super, yeah. Because like, you have to super completely ball, stop what you're saying to get it right. Yeah. It's like, wait, Banana Mania. It just sort of stops, but... Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to get it. Who cares? Who cares? Next bit of news. Alright. It's just... We'll the, just leave uh, that. <laughs> you like this game? Fuck you. Walking... Next thing. <laughs> uh, so The Walking Dead has like this this mobile game that's come out for it. Yeah. People aren't happy at all. It looks terrible. It does. <laughs> like... Oh, terrible isn't even the right word for how bad this no. looks. It is atrocious. Like, yeah. by all means, it could be fun. Like, there mm. are games out there that look like crap that are fun. But it looks like they're, tr- like, half tried to do the um, Telltale, like, style. And then yeah. gave up. And then tried to go, oh, we're going to make it look realistic. And they're like, wait, we're on mobile phones, so we can't have really good graphics. And then everyone just yeah. looks like this uncanny valley thing where the animations are super stiff. Their faces are like yeah. over animated, but also under yeah. animated at the same time. It's just, it does not look good. No, it, it looks shocking. Um, yeah, when you pause the demo and um, pause the trailer and all that sort of stuff, you see like this really heavy smoke fog like right at the perimeter. I was like, okay, cool. This game's not going to have any draw distance oh, no. <laughs> whatsoever. 
Um, yeah, everything just looks just shit. Yeah. Absolutely just shit. <laughs> the comments and the ratings on this video, I just, they, they let them know. Yeah. No one asked this. No one wanted this. You know, it'd be cool to have a proper Walking Dead game. This is available on App Store, like iOS and Android and all that sort of stuff, but... Mate, who's asking for this? Yeah. Who's going to play it? I'm pretty sure there actually is, like, a Walking Dead VR game that's actually pretty solid. Like, not perfect, yeah. but it's pretty solid for what it is. Uh, hmm. But I want to give a shout-out to a guy on YouTube with one of the comments, some guy, uh, 2099, who wrote, this kind of reminds me of the Mafia Boss Level 99 memes. And if you ever saw those, like, yeah, like, <laughs> those were a thing, like, what, five, six years ago? And, yeah, and they were funny. <laughs> yeah. the Like, literally the character models look like they haven't got any better in, like, five years. No. Nah. So, nah. take from that what you will. Not a particularly great game. Uh, are you muted? Oh, my God, I did it again. Oh, two for two. What am I doing? <sighs> ah. Um, it looks absolutely abysmal. Um, the like to dislike ratio is like almost 50%. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's looking a bit rough. No one's asking for that shit. Yeah. Um, something that isn't looking rough though, and it's kind of wanted to make me get into this game mm. is, uh, DC Universe Online. I've never played it, but there is a new World of Flashpoint trailer, um, on the stream now for those of you who are there watching. Um, Basically, they're doing the Flashpoint storyline, and they have the title, Those Who Control Flashpoint Control All Timelines. Really cool. Um, have you played DC Online? Uh, back in the day, I did play it a little bit, but I never like got full on into it, if that makes sense. like I, yeah. I played it for probably like five hours or something. Uh, okay. Did not put a hell of a lot. Not because it's a bad game, but I'm very fickle with MMOs. Like, I have to be able to mm. have a really good time solo to be able to enjoy it because yeah. I don't like playing with other people. I don't know. I'm pretty sure this game has had several really big updates over the years. Like, it's still yeah. obviously getting really good support. So, mm. yeah, I I can't really speak for it personally. Um, yeah. Because it would have been at least a couple of years ago that I tried it. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's, it definitely has had massive updates and it kind of seems like the, the player base is actually growing. Definitely. I was like, oh, it kind of, kind of dipped a little bit, but now they've, they keep supporting it and adding more and more things in. Mm. Um, and yeah, even I'm like, mm, maybe I should give it a go. Yeah. Maybe I should check it out. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's, it's free about. to play, so you can't really go too wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was it? I could I could finally become the Flash. <laughs> I mean, I am the Flash, but... Uh, for those who don't know, there is a very specific picture of Pixel uh, getting hammered while dressed up as the Flash. <laughs> and uh, I bought my stream deck today, and it's the middle image. It is my pause play button for my music. So, it's just, it's always so there good. looking at me, and it just makes me so happy. Uh, but, yeah, like, it's definitely a game, I think, that uh, if you want to try MMOs, like, any free-to-play one, most of them are crap. Yeah. Because, mm. you know, they're always pay-to-win sort of things. This one, from memory, isn't, like, too heavy on that. There are a lot of microtransactions from memory, but it is a very well-balanced game. 
especially compared to like say what was the other one I can't remember the name of it now sorry it's, it's completely blanked but I've I played a few of them and because like for a while there I was trying to find an MMO or just a game in general to play a lot of and I went through about five yeah. or six different free-to-play MMOs gave them like four or five hours and didn't really end up liking any of them just, um, hmm. played World of Warcraft suck a dick blizzard uh, and then uh, yeah just <laughs> didn't really get into that again so yeah apparently that's been struggling yeah. a little bit so I don't know what's going on there hmm. but I've heard uh, people aren't playing classic as much which is kind of sad because people fought really hard to get classic uh, available yeah and so. I'm just not playing it anymore yeah I mean like a lot of people unfortunately are out of work and stuff and it is yeah, you know it is expensive it's not a cheap hobby it's like Americans like yeah. oh it's only 10 bucks a month it's like yeah but it's like 15 16 dollars a month I think it's like 16 dollars 50 or something a month here and you times that yeah. by 12 just for a year not including having to buy the game um like yeah. for the latest expansion which is going to cost you 100 bucks and then if you want the latest expansion they do offer one really cool service where you, if you pay um say you just pay the subscription it gets you up to this like second most recent expansion and you can play up to oh, okay so i'm like it's not but like yeah. if you've never played it it's not bad value but you know it's also you know you have to keep coming back and pay, like paying money for it so <coughs> pardon me yeah. a lot of these uh free-to-play ones like DC Universe, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, there's a couple others that just aren't coming to me, like Rift, I think, is one of them, uh, that generally do quite well because they just don't have all the extra like bullshit you have to pay for. Hmm. Yeah, I never, I never got into it. I saw it, I was like... If I get into this, I can kiss my life goodbye. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> um, like, there was one you played a few years back. What was it? A few years? I think it was like last. Might have been last year or the year before. Uh, with you, the and superhero one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like Heroes of something, City of Hall of Heroes or City of um, something like that. That that was pretty good. Mm. But yeah, we just sort of stopped. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, like, because of time zones, like, one of you would go off, level up, and then be too far ahead. Well, like, yeah. Like, oh, and then it's like, well... Don't yeah. want to have to have, like, three different <laughs> characters going and then lose all your progress. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, yeah, all right. Well, Lego mm. have released a Luigi. But before we get into that, there was a bit of a creepy little thing really like gross sleazy marketing it's smart as hell yeah really fucking smart but very very uh disgusting and i hate it um so <laughs> yeah you've had no issue you with resident evil 8 <laughs> no one fucking problem he's had the time of his life with everything that's dropped for well, that this nintendo nah. no <laughs> not allowed disgusting if luigi look if luigi was big nine foot milky mama <laughs> I'd be alright with it. Alright. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sent you that meme a few years back. The LGBT, what does it stand for? Luigi got big titties. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that as any offense yeah. to anyone who is LGBT or anything like that. You know, more power to you. But uh, that one just, that had me in stitches. For the meme. Yeah, man. Do um, memes. But, yeah, so. The first thing, um, obviously, they were gearing up to 
to release Luigi again. He does come out on the 1st of August, if I am not mistaken. Yeah, 1st of August. However, if you had a LEGO Mario, for those of you who don't know, these LEGO pieces aren't just the old school LEGO pieces. They're actually electronic LEGO pieces that have um, little LCD screens behind the eyes and kind of like a Teletubby situation um, where they can display different images on his stomach. Um, now, there was a big firmware update for Mario, and in that firmware update, he was actually calling out for Luigi. So, obviously, from a marketing perspective, it's great because little kids are like, oh my god, my Mario is calling out for his brother Luigi. Mm. Where is he? Mom, Dad, we have to go buy him. So, obviously, kids will run off and go buy Luigi. Yeah. Great marketing. Also, very, very slimy that you're getting in contact with the kid without the parents knowing and basically trying to sell this toy to kids. I don't know. Mm. I'm cu- it's, it's something that... Yeah, I'm, I'm very it's, curious it's, how it's, they it's, actually did the firmware update. Like... Uh, I'm not sure. Because wouldn't the parents have to, like, plug it in to do the firmware update? Mm, I think so. So, like... Um, that, I do agree with what you're saying, but, like, I feel like parents should be slightly involved in that situation. Because, like, to do a firmware update for literally anything... You have to physically plug it in or like have wireless internet, in which case you had to set it up. And if you're like, why mm. does my Lego need wireless internet connection? I mean, as a parent, you should not, not <laughs> to put blame on the parents in this situation. Again, I do agree with you. It is a bit slimy in terms of a business move to go straight to the kids. Um, mm. But to me, it's like, as a parent, wouldn't you be like, why the fuck does my Lego need Wi Fi? You know, that doesn't make yeah. sense. So you'd have to be aware clearly something would be up uh, when it, like, with that, because it just doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. Um, it does say here, yeah, you have to do the firmware update, let him go to sleep after a minute or so, and then wake him up, and then he'll call out for Luigi. Now, it doesn't call out all the time. Um, this person. Um, reported by Eurogamer said they tried about 20 times until they got the Luigi caller so it's not like it's constantly calling out for Luigi mm. um, but that's obviously gearing up for Luigi's release which is on the 1st of August as I said before it's yeah cool mm. whatever but uh, yeah Luigi now can have his own little track it's a basic sort of track that's coming out very similar to what this Lego Mario does. It has the same screen behind the eyes and the stomach. Looks cool. I'm not going to get it. But, uh, yeah. Hey, I am going to have a talking Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone else wants it, I'll have some stock of it. <laughs> uh, you can find my stock at uh, www.gofuckyourself.com. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's cool. Whatever. I don't. Really, I'm not really a fan of the marketing to kids. Obviously, kids will be playing with this toy yeah. outside of the supervision of parents. It's just one of those toys where it's like, okay, a kid will be in their room playing with this. The mum will be off in the kitchen or you know at work or something. It just feels a little bit icky that the corporate company is getting in touch with the with the kids yeah. without the parents even knowing. Yeah, it's yeah. It depends on how this firmware update actually works in terms of how it is applied. Yeah. Because if you have to mm. physically connect it um, to like an app or whatever to make it happen, yeah, then yeah, to be fair, parents should be very aware of what your kids are doing. Like, yes, some kids you can leave on their own; they're perfectly fine. But you know, 
as we said, it like it is a bit odd for a company to be trying to advertise direct to kids, but they're not even necessarily yeah. advertising like saying, "Well, children, for three easy payments of nineteen ninety nine, <laughs> you can buy a Luigi." You know, like yeah, they're kind of hinting at a release of it, but kids might not even see it as marketing. You know, they're kids. You know, they're just like. Can you imagine if Mario's like, "Oh, hey, kid, what's your mum a credit card number?" <laughs> And the three a number on the back. Please, I have to get the peach. And Bowles is like the only one there who's like he's like a commie. He's like down with capitalism. Don't forget the three number on the back. Oh. While Luigi just shows up. Why am I not in Smash Bros? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Good shit. shit. <laughs> Good shit. You're going to have the giggles about that one, I reckon. All day tomorrow you're going to be thinking about it. And the three numbers. <laughs> Alright, the next thing. It's fucking gross. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Hello Neighbor 2. Yes. Has come out with a new trailer. And it has some really interesting and very, very smart updates. Um, so there's a new, uh, I guess, preview that was released via IGN. Um, there are new things in here like you would expect in any kind of sequel, new items, new entrances into your neighbor's house. I personally haven't played the first one, so um, I've seen people play it. Not, I don't know, didn't really interest me too much, but this one has also added in new AI neural network. Mm. What this means is that the neighbors will actually collect data on your playstyle and learn how you play. So, if you decide that you're going to be a bit of a puss and hide in cupboards and, and wardrobes all the time, these neighbors will actually search for you, see that they can't find you, and will say, okay, there's places that I haven't searched for. It's uh, going to be in the cupboards. So, they're going to start looking for you more in the cupboards because they can't find you anywhere else. And then they'll start learning that you are a player that tends to use cupboards and wardrobes a lot more. So, they'll then prioritize those spots. Mm. Um, it's really, really smart technology. And um, you can see on screen now, they actually map and can track where you're going to go and think of the best shortcuts to come and get you. So, it's definitely increasing the difficulty a lot more. Mm. Um I would love to see this in, uh, or I guess a bit more in the Alien Isolation game. I know that I that AI was really really smart, mm. um, and it did kind of learn the behavior where if you keep you know throwing fire at it, it just won't respond to it anymore. Um, but I love this technology. It, yeah. It's going to make gaming a lot more difficult and I guess more natural. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it'll it'll make it'll make you better at the game itself. Like you actually have to learn the mechanics. One big problem yeah. with the system, though, uh, that there, unfortunately the system can't really do anything about is you can cheese the living shit out of it by making it, like, doing deliberate play style to make it react accordingly mm. and then doing, the like, the complete opposite to just win. So yeah. that is one big issue they do have. However, uh, the average player won't do that, you know. People no, who no. play anything speedrun wise, or you know, say you're having a race oh, yeah. with someone just for a, to try and make the game a competitive leaderboard of some kind, you know, they will do things like that to make this game infinitely better, infinitely better. Mm. Uh, but 
it's a big issue uh, the first game had was the AI was so predictable at certain yeah. points people complained the game just became way too easy like once you understood it it became easy and it's not one of those like oh you've just got good at the game you know like Dark Souls you know you get good at Dark Souls and the game isn't hard the problem with mm. um, Hello Neighbor from memory was the game was just too easy to get good at like there was no real challenging yeah, okay. curve to it um, yeah. so yeah I think this will definitely make the game a lot better because on paper it's a really cool concept you know like kind of mm. like micro horror game runs in that sense but yeah you know I my concern is how well they're going to deal with people cheesing the system because you know a lot of people who say you're struggling a lot will look up guides and they'll say hey have you been doing this a lot now just do this and you'll win so yeah. hopefully they don't make it too <clears throat> binary if this makes sense in terms of let's yeah. have them like say you've you know they've looked everywhere they haven't started checking cupboards now they only check cupboards you know so it's, yeah hopefully they have a good balance i'm not saying they don't obviously we're you know still learning about this game uh with bits and yep. bobs so that's just one concern i have with that kind of ai it's really really cool but this is why i don't think we could ever really have a fully functioning human level ai of the sense of you know it's so much more work to try and code something that's going to react like a human would you know it's yeah it can have the same kind of decision making in terms of we might pick this we might pick that but it won't react the way we would naturally so hmm. sometimes it might but i feel like most of the time it won't i think yeah so from what people are saying and you know the people who have claimed to play it they do say the ai is pretty good a massive improvement on the last game yeah. um but yeah if it is as good as what you know the developers are saying where they actually can learn mm. um and what people are saying who have played it it's going to be a lot better than the first one i can guarantee um they also have status effects that you can put on your neighbors as well um, where you can make them dirty, wet or cold um, and they will go ahead and try to, I guess, get rid of whatever status effect you've put on. So if they're dirty, they'll go ahead and get into the shower and that will give you a big opportunity or window to get in and, and do whatever you need to do. Same thing if they're, you know, wet, they'll want to dry off. If they're cold, they'll go stand in front of a heater, etc., etc. Um, I think this is, you know, a, a good addition. Um, apparently, these status effects weren't in the first game. Again, I haven't played the first one at all. Um, but it's good to see they're actually adding some substantial changes. Um, you know, not just making, like, you know, a a small upgrade it's actually worth getting for for people who enjoyed the first one mm. there's going to be a lot more in here uh for the second one to to make it a better playthrough i think yeah and like if you've never played the first one i would just wait for the second one to release and play that it it doesn't feel like it's worth going back to the first one with the changes they're making because they're basically going okay yes this is technically a sequel but we're overhauling the whole thing and making it better and yeah. It's good to see a developer do that. Like they're like, okay, we know what we did well, and we know what we did bad. Let's fix the bad, and keep working towards that. Like as close to a perfect game for what they're making as they can. So, mm. to be honest, like 
you just don't see that very often anymore. It's usually no. more of the same. Like, yep. look how long it took uh, Ubisoft to stop doing the climb up tall ladder thing to see the world around you <laughs> to unlock the map. Like, they didn't stop doing that until Far Cry 5. They're, they're still kind of doing it. Yeah, they're it. still doing it in some games. And it's just infuriating. <laughs> they even made fun of it in Far Cry 5. Because you do it once and they're like, yeah, this is kind of dumb. We're going to finally stop making you do that. Like it's an act- I'm pretty sure it's like something Dude. like that's the actual line that gets said. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's good shit. Jesus. But yeah, it, it's it's always so good when um you actually well, first of all when developers listen, mm. and second of all when you actually see those changes from the feedback applied in the game. It's like, okay, cool. They actually give a shit. Mm. Um, but yeah, like you said, I wouldn't be um I wouldn't be buying the first one if you haven't played it. Yeah. This. I, I don't think there's a massive story behind this one so you could just skip it yeah. get into the second one get all the additions and the improvements and the tweaking and just go from there um, yeah it looks cool Yeah, I might give it a go probably not yeah I think it'll probably have multiplayer to it not confirming that or not yeah, that'd be, that'd I'm be pretty fun. sure it's got multiplayer to it so it'll definitely be a game you can have voice. a little bit of fun with like especially yeah. if you know late at night had a few drinks feel like screaming like a little girl like go for it <laughs> want to break into your neighbor's house go yeah. for it <laughs> wouldn't recommend but you can do it <laughs> you might not like the consequences of yeah. those actions but you know keep that in mind but do it do it do it for the memes bro <laughs> just do it do it for the vine <laughs> or the tiktok whatever the fucking uh, kids are on do it for days. the tiktok that just sounds like shit do it for the vine still works yeah. do it for the vine <laughs> Alright, next bit of news. We're moving on to Nia. Yes. So, a couple of trailers has have dropped for Nier Replicant 1.224744871399. Which apparently is both a remake and a remaster of the 2010 game mm. that leads into the events of Arguably the more popular game near Automata or Automata, however the fuck you Who are you, me? <laughs> I've never learned how to pronounce it. I always say it both ways and people get pissy. I'm like, no, I refuse to. Yeah. Look. They're like, but you pronounce it this way. I'm well, like, you're writing it out. I'll, I'll piss off both parties. Yeah. I'll say it both fuck ways. Both. <laughs> uh, but fun little fact, uh, for a lot of people who haven't actually played the near series... Uh, if you've ever played the Dragon Guard series, which there are three games for, they're actually all part of the same universe to each other. Uh, which to me was a really, really no, fun really? fact. Now, a lot of people haven't even played those, but I actually bought uh, Dragon Guard on the PS2. Freaking hell, that would have been. I would have been like 13 ish mm. at the time. I got it from uh, Video Easy, rest in peace, uh, when they had an actual video location around the corner from me. I think I paid like 10 bucks. <laughs> and one of the best games yeah. I've ever played, but the camera is just. Ooh, that camera was painful. Uh, but the game, great fun. Uh, really, really good fun. So uh, if you're into like, especially old school hack and slash games, like, you really can't go wrong with either Dra- the Dragon Guard franchise or the Nier franchise, in my opinion. Yeah. Now. Myself and Nia, yes, or Nier Automator, Automata, how you want to say it, uh, we've had a pretty sketchy background with each other. Mm. So when I was playing the game, I was I was really enjoying it. Mm. Um, 
but for whatever reason, a particular orb never loaded into my game. So I couldn't progress any further. I looked up walkthroughs and all that sort of stuff, and I made sure I did absolutely everything. I restarted the game and all blah, 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 all that sort of crap. For whatever reason, this orb just would not load, and I needed this thing in order to progress. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I guess I'm not playing this game anymore then. <laughs> yeah. Which was sad, because you were having a great time playing it. Um, yeah. But I w- <coughs> I'm going to ha- hazard a guess. The first trophy you got was the one you get for looking up a skirt. No. Uh, is there a trophy for yeah. that? <laughs> I th- fuck off. No way. Yeah, if you look up her dress, you get you, there's a trophy for it. Um, oh, I think if you do it like shit. 10 times as well, there's another trophy <laughs> for it or some shit. As she like slaps the camera away and shit. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the trophy's like, get help. Yeah. I'm not real. <laughs> don't fish the android girls. Just don't do it. Um, but yeah, like it, 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 oh, it is one of the coolest spectacle fighters. I can't get into it personally. It not because yeah. of the game itself. I just don't connect with the controls and the controls aren't bad. It's just something about the movement is like too heavy for me in terms of how I like my movement. Mm. And I think it's because I played so much Dark Souls. So in Dark Souls, everything is very snappy. Like, you turn left, your character instantly turns left. You know, you're mm. in full 110% control. Whereas in Nia, you've got weight to your turn. So, like, you know, yeah. unless you're standing still, you're not going to do an instant turn on the spot. And yeah. it's just... It feels really sluggish compared to a lot of hack and slashes. Mm. Now, it's not a thing yeah. that's against it. You could probably get used to it. I gave it a couple hours. I actually found two secret endings in my few hours of playing it. The game's got a lot of content. Mm. Uh, and again, we're talking about Automata, Automata, oh, yeah. whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah. But, you know, if you've never played it, it's a great game to play. And I'm sure this will play even better than what that one does being a newer version. Yeah, I look. I'm, I'm off two minds to get into it or not. Um, yes, this one does set up the automator one, but I don't want to get that and then be like, okay, cool. Like, if if this shit happens again, yeah, where that orb just wasn't loading, yeah, I'm like mate, it would just it would kill me. You just want to do it for the trophy um, now. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a trophy. I need to buy oh my back God. my game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my camera it's but, um, broken what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's doing it by itself but yeah so like there's there's a lot of um, I don't know cool enemies and all that sort of stuff it visually looks great as you mm. said before it's a very visual kind of game um, I didn't actually know that Automata actually had a had a prequel or it was a sequel most people um, don't to another game so most people don't even yeah. know about the Dragon Guard series uh, that it would mm. actually because I think that they're technically sequels to it because Dragon Guard's like very yeah. medieval, like back in time, um, and then yeah. Nier's meant to be like way in the future, uh, with like mm. some obviously medieval style uh, to it. It's Nier is like one of the most gorgeous games I've ever seen. To be honest, like it is oh, yeah. very beautiful in yeah. its design. Uh, so yeah, I I do highly recommend the games. It's just be warned the movement is a little floaty. Well, not necessarily floaty. Sorry, uh, a little heavy. Uh, at first and the game is pretty friggin' hard uh, compared to a lot of mm. hack and slash games usually some of them are like you know you're basically just on a power trip 
But something about mm. Japanese hack and slash games are just like, no, we're going to just fuck you. That's it. Just fuck you. Don't play our game. Go away. <laughs> you know, like I played through the Bayonetta games. Again, very beautiful game design and everything. But they get really freaking brutally yeah. difficult. Two is definitely easier than the first one. But yeah. it's still fucking hard. And that's on normal. I uh, I bumped that down when I played on the Wii U. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck this. Let's just go ultra easy, whatever it is. Let's yeah. get through the story. Just and I just like, smashed, yeah. To be honest, hack and slashes... I, I never judge anyone for playing those on easy because the point is to enjoy yeah. the visual spectacle. And there's always mm. a lot going on, especially in the near games. Like, as I said, and yeah. we said, you know, it's it's very beautiful to look at. And this game, like this remake slash remaster looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of on the fence about getting it myself. Um, but yeah, it looks great. Mm. It actually does look great. They've done, a, they've done, they've done a great job in it, so... Um, for those of you who are a fan of this franchise or you never got the first one as, as a young boy or girl growing up, but you played Automata, here's your chance, buddy. <laughs> Time to get in. Just a little pat on the back. There you go, champ. Fuck off. <laughs> there you go, champ. Don't look at the skirt or I'll smack Stop. you. Stop. I'm pretty Stop sure. Crying. I bet not see what's, that fucking trophy. Other game does it? I think Lollipop Chainsaw was the other one that had a skirting tro- like trophy. And like you felt wait, ashamed wait, wait. for getting it. So you cannot platinum this game without unless you look up their skirts. Yeah. <laughs> it's a what? You're encouraging it. Yeah, they're they're basically like it's they're just to fuck with you because they know every anyone who finds the female lead character to be at least in Automata Automator attractive, you know they're gonna do it. And look, she is designed to be very attractive, you know. It, name a Japanese lead female character that is not designed to be attractive. It's just, it's what they do, you know. <laughs> like, think... That's... What was the meme? It's like Japanese cartoon, like, anime. You know, like, they try to make the characters as beautiful as possible. And then you get, like, American cartoons, yeah. like Big Mouth on Netflix, where they deliberately yeah. make them as ugly as <laughs> fucking possible. Ugly as shit. <laughs> You know, it's just... It's, I think that's hilarious. It's different standards between the two. Like, we'd like to take the piss yeah. on how we look. Japan has, like, this yeah. infatuation with beauty. And... Beautification of everything. Yeah, yeah and yeah. nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Like, mm. you know, if you see the world as more beautiful than what I do, nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. but... You know, don't, don't get you, mad don't if people him. are like... <laughs> Damn, she th-. Like, I'm pretty sure one of the outfits you can get for her is, like, literally basically just a g-string onesie thing it's just <laughs> oh my god i need to get this it's just lingerie <laughs> like but you don't i'm pretty sure you don't get it until like right at the end of the game from memory or some shit i can't remember yeah. obviously i never i never technically beat the game i did two secret endings so i do i have technically finished the game but uh yeah it's it's there's a lot of content in these games just I'm, okay, I'm done. I've had enough talking about this. Let's move on. <laughs> we're going to be here all day. Like, I just think it's funny. It's going to be like Resident <laughs> Evil Village when we first saw the trailer. And we're just sitting there like, nice. <laughs> we're going to have that conversation about this girl. No, I'm good. I'm done. I just think it's funny. There's these people out there like, no, bro, I was just going for platinum and then I gave up. So I just don't have the platinum trophy, but I have that specific one. <laughs> That's the only trophy I got. <laughs> yeah, I gave up. I was going for it, but I stopped. <laughs> 
You have to stop for 30 seconds. All right, buddy. Yeah. All right, buddy. Let's see those socks. <laughs> Where's the tissues in your room? Uh, All right. Weird segue. Yep. I don't know how to transition from this to that, but Overwatch. Yeah, guess uh, who can suck Jeff a dick? Kaplan. <laughs> This is your time to shine. My time to shine. So, Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan is leaving Blizzard after, I think, 19 years in total uh, with the company. Yeah. So, Overwatch's two development will continue uh, by assistant game developer Aaron Keller. Sorry if I didn't mispronounce your name, my dude. uh, Who is now heading the project. Now, this is a problem Blizzard has had since Activision took over. And this is something I can complain about for many many hours as most blizzard fans will let's be real but at the end of the day it is sad to see someone who was so passionate about his project leave now i'm not fully aware of the reasons he wanted to leave specifically i would assume it's probably a disagreement with management in a way Hmm. I don't see it necessarily being a lack of passion. Maybe he just wants to retire to spend time with family and stuff, you know, after everything that's happened uh, in the world. And, I mean, 20 years at a company, I'd probably be a little freaking sick of it too. I'd probably want to do something else. Yeah. So I don't necessarily blame hmm. him. I really do wish him all the best. <clears throat> he has been one of the best lead developers or even just directors or, like, kind of head figures in uh, in gaming in general, like... If you look at the Overwatch fan base, yes, there's a lot of toxic players, but the fans are very appreciative of the game they have. And there's a reason why Overwatch yep. continues to be absolutely massive in the world. And Huge. Yeah. he was very instrumental in trying to get the community to be active and friendly with each other. And he was part of the group. Uh, I think he was one of the guys who decided... There was a controversial ban that happened on Twitch when it came to uh, the Overwatch World Series or something, or like whatever their esports tournament was called. I completely forget the name of it. Uh, where they were banning people for saying grill, uh, as is common on Twitch to say grill instead of girl when there's a female on screen. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's esports, it's very man dominated. And a lot of people were pissed off at the time. I thought it was a little silly, but. I do, I do kind of agree with the idea of we need to normalize having you know more women, especially in the esports scene, and not treating mm. them like a spectacle themselves because like they've earned their yeah. reason to be there. So uh, he yeah, he has been like I don't want to call him a social justice warrior because he's not like one of those, but he has been a person who has advocated for the right things basically the entire time yeah. and in the right way. So, it is sad to see Blizzard lose one of their best, in my opinion. Mm. He just wants gamers to be seen as gamers. Yeah. Whatever gender you are, it, yeah. it, it doesn't really matter. Celebrate those. It's, if those you enjoy the game, that's it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, 19 years is you know, almost 20 years at a company. That's crazy. So, yeah. obviously, you know, a lot of people on the internet are saying, you know, this is a big loss for Blizzard and a lot of stuff. And the rumor mills start turning saying oh he's left because he's making a game somewhere else nah. or you know this person or that company should be picking him up and blah 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 it's like mate you, you don't know until they come out with an official it, it might be so mm. but it also might not be yeah i don't i don't so, see him like leaving to develop another game with another company 
mm. uh, specifically. As I said, I think he might just be tired of it because at the same time, as wonderful as a person he is, he has copped probably as much, if not more shit, than any of us will ever. Uh, just being who he is. And at the same time, he yeah. might, as I said, I, I feel... And again, this is all speculation, all rumour. It is not confirmed by any source whatsoever that I feel... You're hearing it first here, boys. Yeah, uh, exclusive. exclusive on Pixel Podcast. <laughs> or to our 10 viewers, which four of which are me and you. Uh, <laughs> shout out to me. Go on, Carlick, with your exclusive. <laughs> What's your exclusive? Uh, yeah. But to me, I think it'd probably be... like Realistically, it'd have to be a disagreement with management. Because... Yeah. like. Just take what's happened in recent like weeks with the firing of like two hundred people, then the CEO getting a two hundred million dollar bonus and that, and given how nice a person yeah. Jeff is, he probably just got really fed up at that point. Yeah, and it, just went. It wouldn't have sat well with him. Yeah, like he seems like the kind of person that would basically say "screw you" for doing the wrong thing, you know. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure he was uh, one of the dudes who was not happy when the whole Hong Kong incident happened in the Hearthstone tournament. Um, mm. Like, I don't remember him being specifically vocal because, uh, you know, technically he's not allowed to be, but I think he was one of the dudes that was in the walkout because um, a lot of employees actually, when it happened, uh, just walked out. They just left and yeah. just didn't go back into work until management uh, apologised. Um, which eventually Shit. they did, but it wasn't perfect. But, you know, it was a step in the right direction and then they made a million other mistakes straight after it. But <laughs> legitimately, I do wish him all the best. Um, as I yeah. said, it is just a pure assumption that it would probably be him disagreeing with management um, and just being fed up with the system, especially being at Blizzard when Blizzard was at its best, when it used to be basically the best gaming company on the planet to now being pretty much the butt of a joke. You know. It was a fucking titan. Yeah. It was huge. Like, I know people who, their life dream was to work at Blizzard, and now they're like, I never want to yeah. work there. Like, completely changed. Yep. Once Activision got a hold of them, and changed it from being about the games for the gamers, and for the community, yep. and building friendships and everything, to being, how can we make as much money as possible? It's yeah. just, you know, they just went way downhill. And I feel for anyone who is working there, at the end of the day, you know, you got to make a paycheck, you got to pay your bills, you got shit to do. And I, you know, yeah. respect the hustle. But at the same time, the management, Activision, if you ever hear this, go fuck yourselves. Seriously, just you, EA, Ubisoft, <laughs> any of you big bastards, you want to fight? I will fight you in the fucking street. Just, I'll send you my address and we can just line up every single one of you cunts down the street and I'll knock you the fuck out because you're a bunch of wankers. Sorry. Enough just bring some orange slices. Yeah, I'm going to be tired after punching like 80 people. It's like, give me give me one second. Have an orange slice. Man, it's like, I'll just keep, bang, fuck you. Just keep going. <laughs> now, in kind, in kind of good news, but News that should never have happened in the first place, I don't yeah. think. Sony admits they made a boo-boo. They come out and they go, It's just a prank, bruh. <laughs> I don't think they, so they, basically, think they said it's just a prank. But, uh, you know. Quote, unquote, <laughs> it's just a prank, bruh. Quote, verbatim. 
Um, but they admit that their decision was quote unquote wrong decision and will keep the PS3 and Vita stores open. However, this does mean that the PSP store is still set to close on July 2nd. Um, I like that they sort of backflipped, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't understand why they thought that people weren't interested in playing old games. People still do play old games. Um, it is said that the PSP store is going to be closed because there were some developers who were still making PSP-only games. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's it's good that they kind of backflip, keeping the stores open. Yeah. Um, what, what are your what are your thoughts? I on think it? it's great. Uh, I, I you know I don't see what's his name Kenshiro Yoshida coming out. It's just a prank, bro. Uh, <laughs> everyone, uh, this elderly Japanese dude. But trust me, uh, trust me. I think it, I don't know if it was him specifically or some higher up at the company who openly says they do not want to support old games. To me, that doesn't make sense yeah. because a lot of people don't have access to the latest greatest. And mm. they go, oh, but look at the sales. You know, we sold 80 million or whatever PS4s. It's like, yes, you sold 80 million. There's 7 billion people on the planet. You know, yep. that is such a, the, such a small percentage. It doesn't even register. You know, if not even 1% of the world's population is actively playing these, because you've got to remember a lot of people might have one or two. So let's say it's 1% mm. of the world's population is has access to a PS4. That's 99% that don't. And if mm. 99% don't, but they want to get into gaming, but they don't have the money for it, and let's be real, most people don't. It is an expensive hobby at the end of the day to really get yep. into, to get set up. Once you're set up, you're good. But getting set up with the latest, greatest is just very expensive. So a lot of people buy yep. secondhand. They buy... You know, a PS3 now that the PS5's come out. They buy the PS4 now that the PS5's come out because they can get it for a couple hundred bucks. Or they can get like a PS3 for 150 bucks with like 15, 16 games. And then they can go online Mm. and download the other games they want. So I do like the idea of swapping back and, you know, allowing these stores. I'm surprised they still had the PSP store up. Like, I can understand maybe cancelling that one out of you know competition but since they're not making the ps vita anymore i think they should leave the psp store up um because i mean if you're making money off it at the end of the day you know where's the harm and like a lot of people especially in the retro gaming scene uh like getting new release games on these old consoles so i think overall it's a good decision i do like the fact they listen to people and change their mind um yeah, and the one good thing that came out of it, other than just obviously Sony is paying attention to everyone, is uh, the fact that there was a, like a million list of people showing, hey, look, if the stores are closing, these are the games to get, and it's going to let people see the games they like never thought about buying, like PS One classics, PS Two mm. classics, stuff on the Vita that's great. Like I've got probably like fifteen, sixteen games on my Vita um, that I bought over the years and had a great time with it. Um, you know, yeah. like if I want to play PS1 games, you can't really get many, if any, on the PS4. So if I need to get them, outside of getting them on a physical copy, which is really freaking expensive, 
to pay 15 yeah, bucks to be able life. to play it on the PlayStation 3. I'm like, yeah, I'll pay 15 bucks to get it again instead of paying yeah. like 150 for this version of the game that may or may not work anymore. Yeah, exactly. So CEO Jim Ryan came out and says, not it's just a prank, bro, but he actually says, upon further reflection, however, it is clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today I'm happy to happy to say that we will we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP commerce functionality will retire July 2nd as planned. So, mm. look, it's I, I I don't know if it was Jim Ryan who said you know they didn't understand why people. No, would I'm want pretty to play sure it games. was it's, it's someone um, higher up, the Japanese uh, head of the company. Okay, from memory, yeah. but. It's concerning that someone in that position in a games company is like, I wonder why anyone would play old games. Super strange. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, like, you're talking about... Do you know where you were? You're work? talking about billionaires. <laughs> you know, like, at the end of the day, a lot of billionaires oh, are very, very, very out of touch with what the everyday person yeah. likes. I mean, I still play NES games all the time. Like, I'm actively yeah. right now looking at my collection of NES games. And, like, my N64 games and stuff. And some PlayStation 1 games and things. Because, you know, those games have been made. Those experiences are there to be had. I don't care about exactly. stuff that isn't out yet. That's why I don't really get hyped for games. Like, yes, I'm hyped for Resi Village, but I can give you two reasons why. Uh, <laughs> like, every other game, I'm two like... very big you reasons. Know, it's like, oh, yeah, like, Dying Light 2, for example, which is a game we will be talking yeah. about uh, in a little bit. Well, not necessarily that game, but Dying Light in general. But, you know, I very much like Dying Light 1. I'm happy to wait for Dying Light 2 because I've got the experience of Dying Light 1 there to enjoy over yeah. and over again. So I I yeah I agree I don't like this idea of why should we like old games like why wouldn't we you know you made them yeah. does that mean after we've played it once we should never play it again you know exactly. but then why do you put all the it's, DLC it's very, and all the other shit with it so yeah it's very strange it's just very interesting to see the different um, approach by different companies so you have like you know. Nintendo, who are like, you pay for our online service and you'll have an entire fucking library yeah. of old games. Well, a, a PlayStation, reasonable like, nah, we're closing library. down the stores. It's, it's yeah. like 30, very, very 40 decent. something NES games, and I think like 20 to 30 yeah. SNES games. Like, it's all the major ones you would have played and a couple more obscure yeah. ones that you might have missed. And the ones that you would want to play if you yeah. missed out on it anyway. So huge like difference in attitudes and, and and actions so yeah but speaking of nintendo a game that they're not bringing out and they're not gonna make despite you crying about it <laughs> is another f-zero game yep. now x nintendo designer says f-zero isn't dead it's just hard to bring back now i've got a bone to pick with these this 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 whole take on this fucking game, it is ridiculous. So, yeah. oh, it just it does my head in. So he did say that it's hard to bring back without a grand idea. Mm. I call bullshit. Yep. You've got Pokemon who's had minor minor improvements along the way. You've had Mario minor improvements who have just seen like you know some more major improvements as of late yeah. you have zelda which was a very very similar game for a while 
you have Mario Kart, which is on its on its ninth installment. About if I think there's another game. No, it's not Mario Nine, but there have been nine Mario Karts apparently. Yeah, because there's Double Dash, bro. It's the same fucking shit. Yeah. You don't need to have a huge bloody like you know grand idea. It's cars going around a track. Yeah. We've been playing literally this set of very similar Mario Kart game, Pokemon games, Mario uh, Zelda games. You don't need this huge groundbreaking idea to bring out a sequel. People will want this game. People will buy this game. It will be a financial success. Mm. Oh, I hate it. I fucking hate I wanna, it. I want to tell a little story in regards to this. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll get a little bit of a giggle out of it. Uh, when you were streaming the other night, when you were streaming Mario Kart on uh, twitch.tv forward slash pixel Sean with the subtle uh, plug. Uh, you mentioned, like you were talking about F-Zero when you got to the F-Zero map. And you're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they announced something? I'm like, yeah, I told you I wanted that. And you're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, I did. In the last podcast, I deliberately no, went back through the podcast and gave him the exact timestamp of 11 minutes, 57 seconds. And I remember right. it. You're breaking up. I can't hear you. What? <laughs> because that shows you how much this man pays Are you going through a tunnel? He's just like, nah, man, I'm, I'm fucking out. My eyes are glazing over while this Are, are you going through a tunnel? Hello? I can't hear you going through a tunnel. <laughs> but no, nah, um, I definitely agree. To me, it is really dumb. I get the idea of you want it to be spectacular and new, right? But it's yeah. been, what, 18 fucking years since we've had... 18 years, yeah. ...an F-Zero game. The last one mm. was on the GameCube, I'm pretty sure. Like, it has been yeah, so I long. So. I fucking love F-Zero. I have played F-Zero yeah. on Super Nintendo for I don't know how many hours. I am terrible at it. But I would love to have just a remake. Like, just make the mm. original game, bunch of new tracks, just yeah. make it like, you know, you don't even have to do much more from the design you had in the 2003 version, the uh, F-Zero GX, which is really freaking cool, by the way. That game is really dope. Mm. You can have the same aesthetic... You've already got the aesthetic of the world you've created. Just do a racing game where you earn money and then you can upgrade your car gradually as you go so you're not expected to win uh, at first and then over time you get better. You know, I I Hmm. definitely want to see an F-Zero game. There is no reason to not, in my opinion. You know, and they're like, oh, but it's just a racing game. How can we make it interesting? Bitch, we've been getting freaking Need for Speed games yearly for the last 20 years and nothing has changed. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. there's only so much you can do. Like, it's a racing game, you know? It's not like you can do yeah. anything to really change it. You want to change it? Okay, maybe add in a trick system. We'll make it Hot Wheels. Fuck it. You know, like, yeah. you don't have to do much to it. You've already got the formula that works. You know, you just don't release one every year. You release one every few years on the new console. You only need one per console, like Super Smash Bros. You don't need two versions mm. of Super Smash Bros. on the same console. You just need one. Yeah. And that's what Nintendo's done. And it's they've just... done it so brilliantly over the years of... It gives you a reason to get the new console. Because if they release it on the yeah. um, same console, it's like... Okay, take Call of Duty. Um, you know... If you have Call of Duty, you've got like 10 of them on the same console. So what one do you mm. pick? You know? Yeah. At a certain point, it's just like, well, you've just got to pick the one people are playing. 
but at the same time, yeah. a lot of people aren't going to upgrade to the new console to play it just so it looks slightly better. So, yeah. yeah. No, 100%. To me, it's just dumb. It's just... Uh, yeah, you have these year, yearly releases of all these different games. And not even just, like, you know, the Call of Duties and all that sort of stuff. It's just like, let's go with Nintendo. Mm. There's a lot of Mario Kart, a lot of Zeldas, a lot of, you know, just all these huge franchise games. It's like, I, I don't understand why... Uh, you know, F Zero just isn't getting the love. Mm. It it it'd be massive. Yeah. It'd be and online multiplayer, yeah. instant classic. It'd be crazy. Like, I think one series they've done really really well is Kirby. They have not released yeah. many Kirby games. They've done. They've just sprinkled them throughout, and that's all you have to do with F Zero. Mm. You don't need, as I said, you don't need one every year, every other year. One every five six years. You know, like. Yeah. 18 years is a fucking joke for a franchise people love. The only other franchise I know that was kind of away that long that came back and was is just as loved now was Killer Instinct. The remake of Killer Instinct Mm. is phenomenal and people were over the moon to get that game back. You know, because there's only so many versions of it. There's only so many consoles that you can play it on. To be able to have a new modern version that looks good, plays good, you know, has all the new technology behind it, new control schemes that make sense. F Zero needs. We need yeah. a new F Zero at this point. It is beyond a joke. It's just like you know, they finally remade. They finally made another Star Fox game. They made that game for Wii U that some people liked and some people didn't like because it was more motion controlling, and that's fair. You can mm. like and dislike that based on the control scheme. But you know, we even got a fucking another Star Fox game before we got another F-Zero game. <laughs> and Star Fox is great, don't get me wrong. But, like, I mean, they had one of those games in development hell, like, where it was meant to be, like, yeah. a third-person action game or some shit. And it's like, what? Mm. what is Star Fox? It's a friggin' on-rail shooter. Like, you don't even really do jack shit. Yeah. People love that game. No. I love that game. Yeah. F-Zero is a racing game. Give me another fucking racing game. I want one that is People fun. People would love it. And, and I just want it. And, and get out of the mentality that you need to have some big, like, Einstein moment. Yeah. Some big revelation every time you release a game. It's like, no. You, you want to do something every other fun Nintendo with this? Sequel has been like... customizable cars and tracks. Do that. Yeah, done. Done. And online multiplayer. Oh, definitely. It's every other Nintendo game has had minor incremental improvements each sequel. Mm. You don't need to go, like, you know, huge balls to the wall. Because if you're going to make a sequel after that, you've got nothing to add yeah. to it. So just small. Like, this one could just be the graphical up, graphical update, a couple of extra tracks, yeah. bit of customization for the vehicle is done. Yeah, better sound design, you know. And yeah. then it's like... You, you could play it safe. Do you want to have okay. a story to it? Yeah, sure, you could have a story mode. But it could just be as simple of a one guy making his way from the bottom to the top. And then there's yep, some evil easy. corporation that's trying to, like, do it or some yep. rival gang or some shit. Like, you don't have to do anything fancy. Yeah. I could come up with something that would probably do the job in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, just do it. And people aren't playing for story. They're playing for racing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Sticking with Nintendo, some more, quote-unquote, Switch Pro... News. So, uh, what you're telling me is you got debated again. 
No. Sorry, let me just have a little sip of this suck shit juice. (laughs) (sighs) Motherfucker. (laughs) So, this comes from Oatmeal Dome on Twitter. Um, Now, Oatmeal Dome, along with a few other people, are data miners. And they went into the patch notes of the what was meant to be a stability update or upgrade mm. for the 12.0.1 update. Now, there was um, a 12.0 update for the Switch that just came out about a week or two ago. Mm. Uh, had some very interesting things like uh, preferring 4K over USB and there was a hint toward Bluetooth, um, I guess, support and all that sort of stuff for headphones, which is kind of a first of what you get on consoles. Otherwise, like, you know, outside of that, you need to get this dongle and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, having native support in a console is pretty... It, it's it's annoying that it's not a, a standard thing, yeah. but it looks to be on its way. But this 12.0.1 update that came out a couple of days ago had some very, very interesting things in there. Most notably, again, as I said before... It uh, has the the Bluetooth in there again, which hints again to it being more likely that there will be some support for either existing consoles or a revised Switch. So they might have capabilities in existing consoles, um, but with these latest updates, they might uh, unlock those features. I don't know. Mm. Um, there's also uh, BSD, which I have no idea what the hell that is, but apparently it creates connections over the internet. Um, and it makes the online experience very smooth, very quick. Mm. I have no idea what the hell BS, BSD is. Do you know what that Not is? Not off the top of my head. I'll have to do some research into yeah. that one. But from my understanding, yeah. that'll definitely help considering the way the servers are generally set up for most games. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. a really good step in the right direction. Mm. So there's that in there as well. So that's going to improve, I guess, online play, which is fantastic. And there's also some swear word lists in there. Oh so there's God. a couple of words that were um, added in there. You can't say naughty words anymore. So we're fucked. Naughty boys. <laughs> we're done. We're out. <laughs> yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> no, no uh, online <laughs> chat for Mario Kart for you. <laughs> If if they if they oh, yeah, have like so, voice recognition for swear words and banned you from online play or something, you know everyone would be insulting each other with kindness and it'd be the funniest thing. Oh yeah, your hairline's really oh, yeah. nice today. Thank you. <laughs> I brushed it. Thanks. You look like you you look like you eat well. Oh my god. Thanks. <laughs> oh, right in the chest. Oh, I hope you're not having a heart attack. Let me call an ambulance for you. <laughs> it'd be so funny. Oh shit! But look, it's it's really interesting, and I don't think you can deny that Nintendo has something on the way. Oh no, I know something's I on the way. I toward... don't think it's a Switch Pro. I think it is legitimately a new dock at this point. I think it might be both. Oh, like, look, they're going to do a revision of the Switch. That's confirmed because they're yeah. going to have the OLED yeah. panels and a better battery and stuff. And that's yeah. like they've already done like two or three revisions of the Switch as is. But yeah, the to me, I see it being a dock because the dock can have all that functionality while still allowing the Switch itself, like the original runs and everything, to be completely useful. 
and you might be able to yeah. trade in your old dock and they might be able to just take the parts out and use it to make new ones or something and you know you pay like yeah. a $50 fee or something kind of like uh, I think who was it Samsung had like this trade in your old phone for like the new one uh, deal going for a little bit and like yeah it cost you a couple hundred bucks but you know you if you already paid you know 800 for this phone and then you gotta pay you only have to pay 200 to get the newest one and you've had your old like old yeah. one for a few years it's like yeah 200 bucks for a new phone that's fair because i don't need the old one anymore hmm. um so yeah. i i hope that's what they're doing i don't see them actually doing it um uh, but to me like just with what they've got going on I feel like this is more dock-based than actual hmm. console-based physically. Yeah. I think, yeah, they're going to come out and um, for me personally, I think what would be a good decision for them would be to have uh, people who especially have the the latest Switch model with a better battery and all that sort of hmm. stuff to say, hey, look, we understand you don't want to go buy a, a whole brand new uh, switch console so here's the option of just having a dock yeah. there's a new update out and when you dock it you'll be able to upscale to 4k if you have a 4k television all that sort yeah. of stuff um and yeah cool or for the people who don't have a switch or have the first one or someone looking to upgrade who knows it could be a bundle to be like hey look similar to the first switch to the newest one now you can either buy the old version with the inferior battery or you buy the new one with the better battery yeah. Same as, you know, hopefully now you can buy a box bundle with the the new dock and also a revised switch with a better screen, better cooling, better battery, or you can decide to go buy the one that's, you know, would be previous to the newest yeah. one, um, which is still completely fine. Yeah. It has decent battery life. It, it runs fine. It looks good. So it's, it's just giving consumer choices. And as I said before, or you just go ahead and just provide the dock and that's it i mean so. to me the dock already gives infinite amount of possibility especially with like the idea of going yeah. modular because then theoretically they don't really need to build a new console they only ever have to build a new dock yep. and then mm-hmm. development for games it's like yeah you still have to allow for 720p gaming and yes eventually it yep. would be too dated to probably run anything in a hand handheld mode but Say you want to just play those games in a docked mode. Maybe you have it. The games are only compatible in docked mode or something like how there's certain mm. games that only run with online or whatever. Like there's just a check that yeah. it does to make sure it works. Uh, or like you can, or the, maybe the game companies start releasing like multiple versions or something. Like you can download uh, a yeah. patch that allows for docked play or handheld play or something like that as an option. You know, I don't know. Like, there's a it'd be it'd be a nightmare to develop for if that was the situation. Hmm. Um, but to me, a dock dock seems possible and more logical than a whole new console trying to launch yeah. within a year of the new PlayStation within a year of the new Xbox. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. there's just too many. There's too much saturation of the market for a new console. But to give someone basically an accessory that makes it, you know, competitive, well, then you don't really yeah. have to... You're not putting a huge investment in, you know. You're not potentially losing a lot and, of money. Because anyone who owns yeah, a Switch... it's a lot more affordable. Will be like, yeah, I'll pay like 150 bucks to get a new dock. And then, yeah. bam, done. Exactly. You know? It'll be a hell of a lot more affordable for consumers to be like, mm, 
a lot of these games are coming over to multiple platforms now. If I have a dock where I can just, you know, dock my console in and I'm going to get the 4K, why not? It's a lot cheaper than buying an entire new console for the games that would be on multiple platforms. Mm. So it's, yeah, as we said before, it's, it's giving options and that's always good from a consumer perspective. If they come out with a new dock, what will you do? If, if all the rumors are true, where they're going to have 4K upscaling and better fans and lots of stuff, DLSS, or D, yes. yeah, DLSS technology, all that sort of stuff, what would you do? Would you leave it? Would you buy the dock? I'd probably buy the... Or would I'd you probably get a whole new console? Special. I wouldn't bother... Me, yeah. personally, I, I wouldn't be able to justify buying a whole new Switch. Like... Okay. If I really, really like they like say they do release it and it is just you know basically it is Switch Two, you know like infinitely yeah. better in every way, then yeah I would mm. go okay it's worth buying, but if it's only marginal upgrades, and 4K yeah. and it say it is only the console itself wouldn't even fucking bother I would just stick with what I have yeah. because I don't care for 4K I'm like I know some people yeah. absolutely love it they swear by it I don't give a shit I've got a 2K monitor in front of me. And it doesn't look that much better than 1080p most of the time. But dude, Mario Kart in 4K. <laughs> yes, because I need people to uh, send me nice compliments aggressively in 4K. Mario Golf in 4K? Shit. Yeah, let me just play uh, the NES library in 4K. Because that will yeah. that'll make things so much better. No, it's to me like if they do just an, a revised dock that has you know an external GPU in it that allows for all that stuff, it has the Bluetooth audio and all that. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. I will gladly pay a couple hundred bucks for that. I wouldn't pay more than yep. two hundred in our current market mm. because it wouldn't yeah. provide necessarily enough for me to justify it. Because I mainly use my Switch either in handheld mode or when it is docked, it's for streaming. So, and my capture card yeah. is only a 1080p capture card because on Twitch you can't really stream at 4K unless you partner. And even then, yeah. half of them can't. It's really weird. And the it's compression is yeah. just not fantastic. So, you know, for yeah. the average person, it's really not worth it, in my opinion. That's why I just mm. I see it being a revised yeah. dock because a whole new console. It's like it's such a waste yeah. of money because basically you're asking yeah you're telling anyone who's bought a switch in the last two years to basically go fuck themselves you know like yeah. why did you buy our console you should have waited you know so i like i don't have a problem with the yeah. revised version with the oled screen i could see people selling um theirs to get it because a lot of people are like oled screens are so much better it's like yeah you're talking about like a seven inch screen dude it's that fucking small yeah. you won't see the real tangible difference yeah like it will have a better Unless battery you're looking life. for it side by side yeah. yeah but it's just you're not going to see anything that's that much better you know the big to me the bigger yeah. up upside is just the battery life that's it beyond yeah. that i don't really give a shit you know like because it's still mm. it's still a very good screen the games are still very visible still yeah. very playable so yeah yeah i definitely i do hope it's a dock dock makes sense most logical business yep. standpoint as well to me at least mm. i mean i'm not nintendo they have done stupid shit in the past so <laughs> you never know um yeah for me who doesn't have a switch again it depends on price mm. point for me 
I'd obviously prefer to go, you know, my entry switch to be the best yeah, one. definitely. To get the most out of it. Because um, I can guarantee I'll be playing this thing wherever I can. I'll be taking it out anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> That's um, what she said. So battery... <laughs> Why did she say that? So battery would be... <laughs> so battery would be a massive, mm. you know, factor for me. So if they're going to add in, you know, two to three hours of extra playtime... Mm. That would be a thing that I would, you know, I would want to sort of incorporate into my decision making. Yeah, definitely. 4K. I don't have a 4K TV. I've had this TV since I was 16, and I'm 29. This fucking thing won't yeah. die. I'm the same. I've had my TV that's down the other end of the house since I was like 13, yeah. and I'm turning 28 in a few months. Yeah. And that thing, yeah. like, yeah, the speakers are shit. Like, if you go past volume level 20, it's just like, it, yeah. but what we did, because I don't watch TV, it's right? Brrr. We use like, PlayStations <laughs> and that to watch yeah. uh, Netflix Prime and all that stuff. Um, yeah. I just, because I've I've had two sets of Astro A40s, uh, they come with an external sound card. And that sound card you can mm. use through USB, through the console, or you can use the um, auxiliary uh, cable, which, not like the aux cable, but it's like uh, optical, sorry. An optical cable, which is the yeah. one with the little red light, if you've ever noticed it. Um, and I use that yeah. to go to that external sound card, and then I just plugged a set of PC speakers into it. And that's yeah. more like there, there were, I think there were only like six watt speakers we got from, um, it was, I think it was Kmart, and they were like $2. You know, and yeah. they sound good. So I'm like, yeah, it's not as good yeah. as a surround sound system. My TV doesn't have a surround sound system. It, like, I think you can only um, have like two speakers connected to it externally and they're going to be very yeah. specific ones so you know 4k just pointless you know to me i think yeah, it's po- exactly. at least in the australia market it's still pretty pointless because tvs are oh, so yeah. expensive yeah i do have a 4k tv in the living room but that requires going to the living room <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> who the fuck goes there anyway? i haven't i am only in my living room <laughs> when the boys are over that's it that's the only yeah. time i'm down there yeah and everyone's like, oh, why is your living room so messy? I'm like, I don't know. I'm never down here to clean it. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. live down here. I live in this room and my bedroom. Like, if I'm not yeah. here, I'm in bed. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. If, if, if yeah, this is the thing, like, because I stream and all this stuff, all my consoles are in the back. They're connected up to the, the TV and they've all got the cords and ports and shit. It'd be a pain in the ass trying to set up to go to the TV in the living room. I'd, I'd only do it if I had mates coming over. Yeah. And this big multiplayer game or something with the Switch, but... Otherwise, everything lives at the back here, so this fucking thing, I I don't even know if it does bloody 1080. Yeah. <laughs> it's not not a great picture, but I don't know. It's It depends on the price point for me for the console. Mm. If it's like maybe $100 extra, $150 extra than this current Switch now... That's worth it to me. I'd be like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Fuck, I I'll wouldn't go above $150. That, like, just for what yeah. it is, like, it's not going to be yeah. that much that much better because you could probably buy a base switch and then get like an aftermarket better battery that you can put in well yeah and that's what I'm saying like, I've got power banks mm. which would plug in I've got like huge like 20,000 milliamp hour batteries mm. or uh, you know power banks that can put in so if I'm like mm, if it's going to be an hour and a half difference in gameplay cool buy the base switch carry a power bank with me yeah I save myself a hundred, hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. I don't don't need the four K. I'm you know the the fans and stuff. I'm I'm pretty sure the switch doesn't get too hot. Oh no, it doesn't. Like I have played games that make so, it chug, and it still doesn't get that hot. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it really depends on price point. But if it's just going to be like, you know, an hour, an hour and a half battery, nah, it's yeah. not worth it. And, and most of the time it'll be docked here anyway. So yeah. it's just not worth that. But um, yeah, moving on to the next bit of news. Dying Light is crossing over with Rust. Which is a very strange crossover in my opinion. Like, yeah, I saw this. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, like I... Look, in terms of genre, they work. Mm. But like, why? <laughs> you know? Like, it's, it's very strange. Yeah. Like, Rust has a very, very dedicated fan base, as does Dying Light. Yeah. I don't see there being necessarily a huge crossover between the two. You know? I don't see in the overlap, yeah. Like, it's just... It's it's weird. It's odd. Like, I'm not against it. <laughs> like, I don't think it's one of those, why the fuck are you doing this? It's like, what? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things you do a double take on, yeah. like... What does this actually do? You know, at the end of the day, it's really just advertisement mm. for, you know, both games. Um, and yeah. let's be real, Dying Light is like the best indie game that's ever been made, in my opinion. And it's not mm. even technically an indie game, I think, um, from memory. I don't remember who published it off the top of my head. Yeah, it's from Techland. So, yeah, no, I'd, I'd still consider this somewhat of an indie game in a sense because yes it's published by warner bros interactive but techland are the guys who made killing floor and that and those games were not particularly high budget at first so this is like Mm. one that they put a lot of time and effort into and dying light is like just it is easily the best zombie game that's ever been made that's just all there is to it Mm. you cannot argue to me that there is a better zombie game in existence over dying Light. it is fun it is just it is so far ahead of everything else. Yeah. Now, I think this uh, crossover is only available from the 19th of April to the 26th of April. Well, we've already missed three days so of the time listening to this now. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're on yep, it. Yeah, we're totally <laughs> But... Latest news. Yeah, if you aren't listening to this, you know, you can do the crossover. I don't know if they're thinking about extending it for more. Again, it's weird. It's like... Rust and Dying Light, okay, very strange. Having a go for one week, okay, yeah. also very strange. And then what? You take it away, and then like, what? What, what next? Are we just never going to talk about yeah, it again? Like, or <laughs> I was like, like, the whole thing is strange. I'm cu- I reckon it should have gone for like maybe a month long event. Like Dying Light does yeah. a lot of events in their games. To be fair, mm. uh, like they had the one where the drop kick would send the zombies even further and stuff. Um, because yeah. what they're trying to do is basically keep people playing their game while they work on the next one. And, you know, it's not a bad idea, but the game is already fun on its own as the base game without any extra yeah. shit. Now, remember, this is shit you don't have to yeah. pay for. This is all free, and this is why I think this game is just head and shoulders above so mm. many other games that get released. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, why one week? That's a very strange thing because, like, yeah. say you like Dying Light. I love Dying Light, but I don't exactly play it all the time. I might play it once every few months, you know, because I'll get my fix of the parkour, the fast-paced action and that, and then I'll go on to play other games. So it's, it's a very strange decision. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know... 
they decide to extend it, let it run for like maybe a month or something. So I actually have time off to play it because I would like to try it. <laughs> but uh, I'm not free until the 26th. <laughs> which is really annoying so oh the day that it closes because no, 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 uh, work was like oh uh we may need you to work anzac day now i'm not opposed to it because it's going to pay really good money the issue is yeah. i'm like am i legally allowed to do it because i did six straight days i did um too many days tuesday through and uh, was it tuesday no wednesday sorry through to monday had yeah. the tuesday off and then i've got to work monday through to saturday and then they want me to work, they might want me to work the Sunday. I'm like, one day off in like 14 days. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. That's what I'm trying so to get tomorrow off. So I, one, I can clean. <laughs> and two, so I can like rest. Because I'm like, my body is so friggin' sore. Like, yeah. I can still walk around and everything and do stuff. But once, as soon as I start to lean over, it's like someone has just like run up and need me in the back. I'm like, Ugh. and it's not even the part of my back that's fucked that's, that's hurting. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, like yeah. where your rib cage, like kind of like at the bottom of it just ends and then the muscle like really takes over. And it's just like that right in the mm. dead center of the back. That's the spot. And it's the one spot on my back I can't crack. <laughs> I can't get it to pop and get the pressure out. I need someone to step on my back. However, the problem is last time I had someone step on my back, they cracked my rib. So I'm a little bit hesitant to do it again. Get a uh, mummy milk. Oh, yeah, please. Please. Just do it. Snap <laughs> the whole spine. <laughs> I will be happy about it. <laughs> All right. We'll smash through these last yeah. ones because we are going over time. But uh, this whole thing, you sent this to me yeah. as well, and I looked into it a little bit myself. What the fuck happened? Rockstar makes all Max Payne 3 and LA Noir DLC free yep. for whatever reason. And there was something about all Rockstar games being removed off Steam and then reinstated And then games Steam, that weren't like, there for like two years or three years being relisted and then unlisted an hour later. Yeah, it's, like, it's... I think it was some... Um, a on? Valve developer was trying to put this through and it absolutely fucked everything. Um, look, accidents happen. Really? At the end of the day, no harm, no foul. Uh, I would like to see yeah. the games that, you know, they have unlisted, like relisted. I know they probably unlisted them for... Uh, licensing sake when it comes to the music not necessarily the game mm. itself I think it's like Midnight Club uh, was the one yeah it's uh, Midnight Club 2 uh, which was up for like an hour and then they had to take it away or something but I do like <laughs> the idea of going hey you know we've got these games I am a huge fan of the Max Payne series I love 1, 2 and 3 uh, 3 yeah. has this one bug I fall for every single time where you fall through the floor if you turn the right instead of left because you went the wrong way. And every <laughs> time I do it, every single time, I've played this game like four times, every single time I've done it, and I yeah. know about it, I just forget about it when it's at the part. Uh, but Max Payne 3 is great if you've never played it and never played a Max Payne game. It is the best one to play to get into the franchise because you'll learn how the mechanics yeah. work, and then you can go play, back play the first two. And L.A. Noir, the DLC, there's not a crap load for it. Um, I'd love to see a sequel to L.A. Noir, just like Bully. They're two games I'd love to see get more mm. to it. I don't care about GTA 6. Yeah. Give me like L.A. Noir 2. Because I want more games set in that like 40s, 50s aesthetic, Yeah, you know, as I've said in the past. And uh, I'd love to see Bully 2. And, you know... I think this is cool. If you've never played the games, now's a great time to do it. You get all the free DLC. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was just very weird. I'm like, 
they've got an intern doing this shit. Probably. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're Either doing. Either that or they're working someone's from like, home oh, shit. Some, like, something <laughs> yeah. just went wrong. Like, yeah. shit happens. Yeah. Um, now, Amazon's Lord of the Rings MMO has been cancelled. I personally didn't even know they were working on this. but <laughs> I heard about they it. Were. Um, and then I didn't care because... It's Amazon and Tencent, and for those who don't know, Tencent is a Chinese-owned developer. I think they're actually the people behind Genshin and a few others, and a lot of people have a lot of issues with them because they basically try to force Chinese-level, how would you put it, Uh, censorship on our games Mm. in the West. And they want things to be yeah. very much their way. And I understand why, obviously, they have to comply with their government's rules to stay in business. They are a business that are interested in making money. They don't really give a shit about the government, but they have to follow what they do. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's just one of those things where Tencent's like one of the biggest, if not the biggest game developer in the world, technically, or publisher at least. Yeah, one of Like, they're definitely up yeah. there because like, they basically are the gaming market of China. Um, so if you want to release yeah. that, you have to pretty much go through them to make it happen. So one thing I'll say, the screenshot that we have that they're showing, I don't know if that's from the movie or not, but uh, shout out to Gollum actually looking like Gollum, unlike the, uh, <laughs> the stealth game they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, now, also I think that I didn't even know, that they did say that as violently. Yes, this MMO is cancelled, but there is uh, Lord of the Rings Online. Did you not know Lord of the okay. Rings Online? That's been a thing for fucking. I, ages. I, I knew I knew of it, but I was like, I was like, is this still yeah. a fucking thing? Apparently, it's still oh, it's, going. It's fourteen still years later. Big. Like, you got to remember, yeah. You, like, Lord of the Rings fan base, in my opinion, is probably as big, if not bigger, than Harry Potter's fan base. And that's like, yeah. and you might go, oh, Huge. that can't be true. Ask any Harry Potter fan if they like Lord of the Rings, and they'll probably tell you yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. anyone who loves fantasy of any kind loves Lord of the Rings. And whether it's yeah. just the movies, whether you like the books, which, let's be real, there's a little bit too much detail in the books at, at certain points, but they're great. <laughs> they're fantastic, beautiful stories, and it's like the most beautiful, fantastical fantasy world that's ever been created Hmm. there aren't many games that let you play in that kind of style you know surprisingly there's fantasy games but you know to be able to play in the world like fully and become a part of it yeah you know Lord of the Rings Online is like the closest you get other than some single player games and it's like yeah single player games are great but you know what if you want to actually you know like say you're into cosplay and role play and all that sort of stuff this is a way you can do it from the comfort of your own home without having to go out. Maybe you go out and do conventions and things like that, but, you know, you want to keep doing it because yeah. you love doing it and nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I'm i just super excited for that bloody Harry Potter game. I wish yeah. that was the MMO. That'd be nuts. Just Even just multiplayer. Like, let people squad up in, like, teams of four oh, yeah. or something kind of like... Or teams of three, like the movies and that. And maybe have, like, mini yeah. games where it's like, oh, Gryffindor's got a verse Slytherin versus Hufflepuff versus Ravenclaw to, like... Yeah. You know, like... Fuck, just give me, like, a proper competitive Quidditch like, game. Just do it. 
yeah, having like seasonal events, Rocket League action, kind of like Rocket the, League, but yeah, Quidditch. just do it. I'd be so down for that. It's, I'd play the shit out of that. Yeah, Pokemon Go do something similar where um, they get basically all all the different teams or colors uh, to kind of like kind of race each other or make sure they get X amount of points so their team can get benefits. Um, you could do that with their Harry Potter houses. Like it, it'd be nuts. Um, but yeah, very much looking forward to that game. But our last story for today, there were rumors a while ago of Discord selling. Mm. Now, apparently, that's not the case. So I'll read what it says. This is uh, from Rudis, but there have been uh, multiple different finance companies um, reporting on mm. this. But. The messaging platform Discord Inc. has ended deal talks with Microsoft and plans to focus on expanding the business as a standalone company. Sources familiar with the matter told Reuters on Tuesday. The company will focus on building the chat platform and making money from its user base that has grown quickly during the pandemic. A public listing is on the table, but not imminent, the sources added. So... Look, there was a bit of backlash from Discord, I guess, considering selling, especially to Microsoft of all people, because mm. most things they touch, apart from LinkedIn, have just completely gone to shit. Yeah. Um, going public, yeah, I guess, but then you're open to, you know, shareholders yeah, and all that and sort of look, stuff. Discord's got a big problem at the moment, shout out to Gilded, uh, of, like, it's so stagnant. I actually legitimately have deleted my Discord. Like, I've deleted it. The account is yeah. gone. It does not exist anymore. Because yeah. it... Is this a bad time to tell you I'm going back to Discord? Get the fuck out of <laughs> No. I don't care. You can go back. <laughs> I'm no, joking. You just won't be able to communicate with me. And I'll be like, oh, no headaches today. Great. Beautiful. Uh, no, nah, but like, in all seriousness, it's like, what does Discord actually offer? And once you get, it's, you yeah. know, uh, shareholders and their concerns involved... All they care about is making as much money as possible. So Discord will put every single good feature it comes up with behind a paywall in order to like do that. Now, it doesn't mean that's guaranteed to happen. Discord might do the right thing. And I don't believe the developers of Discord are bad people or have bad intentions or anything like that. They might just not know what to do. You know, they might just be stuck in this, like, where the fuck do we go with this? You know, we can't, like, maybe we don't have the ability personally or the team available to implement the features people want or if we do it's going to cost us so much in research and development that it's just not worth it and that's where they go okay maybe if we sell off the company because remember when a lot of these companies sell off the ceo of said company like whoever's in charge of discord would probably stay on as the ceo of discord but now he will answer to the higher-ups at microsoft um yeah, but he might then get the money to do it. Like think of it like uh, Epic Rap Battles, a history, a great example. Just a little tangent where they uh, sold themselves off to Disney to get the funding to be able to do what they wanted to do. Now, granted, yes, mm. they do have to put themselves in a limitation, which is what would happen with Discord if Microsoft bought them. They would have to follow what Microsoft yeah. want in their ecosystem. I think for Microsoft, yeah. it'd be a great acquisition, but it'd be bad for Discord. You know. Oh yeah, and then this is the thing. Like, I actually tweeted this out a couple of days ago from recording. Since I started up my gilded server and all that stuff, I've checked Discord maybe like 
three to four times in a month. Mm. Like, I go into Discord and all the... And look, Gilded isn't even, like, you know, a completed platform yet. It's still very much in its infancy stages. Yeah. But it has so much to offer. Then I go back to Discord, I'm like, mate, I'm missing my calendars where I have all my scheduling and all that sort of stuff mm. in there. There's just thread options. There's just so many different things that you can do in Gilded, but unfortunately, the... The issue is, is that most people will use Discord and that's what they're comfortable. So there's always going to be that pushback of getting people yeah. over. Now, when I try to get people over to my Gilded, obviously the active people who want to support me jumped over, which is great, yeah. which means that the Gilded server is probably more busy than oh, my Discord. Easy. Like your Discord, <laughs> um, the most active your Discord, I think, has been was whenever you posted something and I would go through and put a friggin' um, eggplant emoji on it, literally everything <laughs> for like a six month period. Because during that time period, I remember doing it so freaking much because, you know, you had all the new people coming in and everything yeah. and, you know, it was just, it was at that point of growing and growing and the problem with with it yeah. is once someone joins like five, six discords, they start to forget about other ones they were in. They prioritize the new ones they're it's in, impossible. the people they're watching more yeah. actively because you might, like, say you watch Pixel yeah. once, twice, you know, a month, are you going to be overly active in his Discord? Probably not. If you watch him every yeah. day that he streams and watch his content every day that it comes out, you're more likely to be active. But the problem is, mm. most people aren't going to be in the Discord for that stuff because a lot of his content is on other platforms. So people will contact him yeah. through those, which, you know, nothing wrong with doing that by any means. But, like, if he's not active on that platform at the time, the only way you could have gotten in contact with him was Discord. And the problem is, Discord's yeah. unreliable. It's crashed a lot over recent years like they've had server issues yeah uh, a lot more often like than they should like they had a really good run for a long time but once they got to a certain size it's just become a problem yeah, yeah. it's just um yeah I, I just wish that people were able to go over to Gilda just try it mm. out because i know if they did try it out they definitely would like it but the discussions around Discord selling has brought in so much attention over to Gilded. Mm. There's been a massive, massive movement of thousands of people trying it out. You have, um, you've got partners and, and verified Twitter accounts with five to 10,000 people all shouting out Gilded. Mm. They're bringing their communities over saying, I've just tried it and holy shit, it's amazing. Yeah. So there definitely does seem to be some kind of push to... I guess look elsewhere. Yeah. People are sick and tired of asking Discord, hey, can you add this basic feature and can you do this? Or if it isn't there, like something as simple as emotes. Yeah. You have to pay to get emotes. Whereas in Gilded, it's like go to this website, download whichever one you want, as many as you want, unlimited emotes, animated, not, it's yeah. up to you. You can upload your own emotes to this website as well. So if you have custom emotes, all that can be added yeah. in. You can add anyone else's custom emotes. It's just it's just so much choice, and if given the opportunity, Gilded would just smash Discord, yeah. and it's such a new platform, and it's already doing so yeah. much better. I mean, Gilded does have the benefit of hindsight of seeing what Discord's oh, it does, and what yeah. they can do better. The only thing Gilded mm. really need to add, um, and you said this in passing, but the fact that uh, Gilded needs to have a streamer mode where it just auto-mutes while streaming. Yeah. Like if OBS or mm. Streamlabs OBS is open or XSplit, it auto-mutes all sounds. Um, yep. Discord's one is very unreliable for me. Sometimes it would trigger when it didn't need to. 
so mm. yeah, that's you know that's one thing to keep in mind if you are trying to be active in a community live, like with Gilded. Just go through and quickly mute the sounds before doing it, uh, unless you want to hear pop yep. sounds, which I kept doing the pixel just to piss him off, um, <laughs> just, like for a little bit of fun while you're playing Mario Kart. Um, yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't do it when like something serious is happening, you know. But just knowing that that's a yeah. thing, just keep that in mind if you do want to try Gilded out. It is definitely worth your time, in my opinion. And I freaking hate social yeah. media of any kind. I'm not a big fan of it uh, in general. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you do want to join um, my Gilded, my link to that is in the description below. But I think that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, man. one thing I do want to quickly touch on. Um, there are reviews oh, coming yeah, in for the greatest that. name for any game ever, Returnal, uh, has started popping up. Review copies were sent yeah. out and people have been playing it. And like we said, it is a sleeper hit by the looks of it. So keep an eye out on that. Yeah, apparently yeah, it's good. Hearing a lot yeah. of really good things. So, Well, yeah. there's that. Done. Beautiful. It's, it's... Like the first story. <laughs> we said it. It's done. It's over. <laughs> As I said last week, it's like it, that last gameplay trailer just made it look a lot better than what previous videos on it yeah. um, have made it out to be yeah. um, it looks quite fun but yeah I'm, I'm glad I'm very very glad that um, my initial thoughts were wrong mm. that the game looks to be successful um, and yeah if I can ever get my hands on a fucking PS5 yeah. I mean look at the end of the day I'll if I went it. to a store and um, I uh, picked up that game like in the store had no idea what it was I would probably put it back down. Yeah. <laughs> like, that title, I'm sorry. Just rename the game. Just do it. Just rename the whole yeah. ass game. It is Returnal, worst name of any game I've ever heard. I am sorry. Whoever whoever came up yeah. with that, just quit. You're done. Just get another job. <laughs> but it's Eternal and Return. Or just blame the intern. Either way, like, run away. <laughs> yeah alright guys that is going to be the podcast for today thank you so much for listening thank you Carlyke for joining again no good to have you buddy Oof, this guy he's just getting me right in the cockles of my heart <laughs> um, all social links are in the description below and if you are listening to this on a podcast platform please go ahead and give us a rating I don't know do something five star thumbs up whatever it might be wherever you're listening to um, if you do want to catch these live 7 p.m. Aussie time, twitch.tv forward slash pixelshawn on Thursdays. That's where we are live. You can come put in some stupid, stupid chat messages if you like, like certain people are doing at the moment. As long as, you know, they're not racist, <laughs> sexist, homophobic, any of that stuff, obviously, follow the rules. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, come have some fun. That's Join us. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good time. Um, you know, and if you're in the chat, you can put in some stories that you want us to talk about as well. You can actually engage with us. And you can see the trailers that we're talking about. So up to you. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to do, all good. But thank you so much for listening or watching wherever you are. We will see you in the next podcast. Take care, guys. <laughs>